Right, if you've got a Bible, we're carrying on in Ephesians, and we're up to Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, and we'll kind of speak into and carry on really with what God's doing right now. And uh, chapter 1 of Ephesians, verse 3, it says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. I want to talk about blessings this morning, and I want to talk about walking in God's blessing, and what a blessing is, and how the blessing of God sets us free from, from fear, from the, even the fear of being cursed, how a blessing breaks even the fear of being cursed. And... I heard a story uh, about a church and apparently some witches had broken into the church and they painted a, a sign on the wall and the church absolutely panicked <laughs> and they scrubbed it and were praying and were terrified because they believed that suddenly they were cursed, that suddenly someone had spoken something evil over them. And it's interesting that when we come to the topic of blessing, sometimes we struggle to know what a blessing is. We kind of have a gut reaction to what a curse is, because these people could imagine what a curse is. They could imagine now, whatever they did, something bad was going to go wrong. Something bad was going to happen. And that there was a sense of what these people had put on the wall had now cursed them, and it was always going to go bad from now on. And I think sometimes we have a gut reaction to a curse because our imagination can go wild. Because we can think, I'm cursed, that means that whatever I do, bad is going to happen. And so we can read a verse like, we are blessed with every spiritual blessing and not have the same gut reaction. So if a curse is, whatever I do, it's all going to go wrong, a blessing is, Actually, whatever I do, it's all going to go right. <laughs> that God's going to work it all together for good. That God's going to take bad and he's going to weave it together as a great artist into a tapestry that's good. That he's going to form Christ in me through everything because I am under a blessing. I want to say that our biggest vulnerability and and weakness as Christians is what goes on between our ears. <laughs> because if someone says, you're cursed by maybe words that get spoken over us, then actually if we believe the lie that now we're cursed and not blessed, actually the power of the curse is actually for the believer just in the mindset, in the pretension of actually believing it. I, I, I love a story that I heard by Graham Cook, and he's a, he's a prophet from Manchester. And Graham Cook had, was getting on a plane, and he sat down in his seat, and a guy sat next to him and said, I'm a Satanist, and I've come to curse you. Graham Cook's response was this, fantastic. Can we just wait until we take off? Because I want to get my notepad. Because I don't want to miss a thing. Because no weapon forged against me can prevail. And he takes curses and turns them into blessing. So he said, I don't want to miss a thing. So can you wait? And I get my notepad. 
and, and, and the guy started to give the worst he could give. And Graham Cook was writing it down and he said, Graham Cook said, do you know what? I'm a little bit annoyed with you right now. Is this the best that you can do? I'm not going to get much blessing out of this, am I? Now, what I suggest is, I'm going to go and get a drink. Do you want a drink? I'm going to give you half an hour to come up with something a little bit better than what you've done so far. Because I'm not going to get much change out of this. And so he comes back and the guy starts to come up with his next best stuff. He says, I'm a little bit ticked off with you right now. And, and actually, he said to the guy, actually, God sent you for me to bless you. And even if you don't let me pray for you now, I'll pray for you when I get home because a blessing is after you. Graham Cook had absolutely no fear. And I just feel that the, the, the reality for the believer is you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. You are under a blessing and you can't be simultaneously under a blessing and under a curse unless you choose to believe it. Okay? Now, there were two moments in my life where two people said something and I believed the lie on both occasions. Now, they said something I think out of maybe frustration and, and not really meaning to say what they said, but it penetrated my heart. And uh, I, I kind of know why my dad said it, because I look back and think I was struggling at school and I wasn't very practical and we were about to do our GCSE options. I think he panicked because he thought, what's this boy going to become? And out of frustration, he said, you'll never fit into a man's world. Now, he didn't say it because he was being cruel. <laughs> he didn't say it because he wanted to hurt me. This is a dad who's frustrated. He, he just doesn't know what's gonna, what, what this guy's going to become. I remember at school, my career officer said I had two lofty ambitions when I said I wanted to be a, when I wanted to be a postman. <laughs> and, and I'm not decrying postman because actually it's an outdoors job and I enjoyed paper and I thought actually this could be a good job. She said, actually no, you need, you, you're not going to get, you're not going to get the two O levels that you need. Let's get your expectations a little lower. And another occasion, a, a dear friend who again I think said it for all the right reasons, said, if you ever lead a church, it will be a disaster. And it will be like jumping out the frying pan into the fire. And, and I know the con context. I, I, a guy who was growing in God, a little shy maybe. Would, would I have the courage, the boldness? Now interestingly, I believed the lie on both occasions. And the lie penetrated my heart. So that it became an identity. And it became a thing that I was warring against. Because I failed to believe what the Bible says. Amen. You are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Amen. And actually, that might be a perspective. And from the human perspective, it might have been relatively accurate. But from heaven's perspective, it wasn't. And the problem is, is not really that somebody said something wrong. Is I believed yeah. the lie... Mm. And I believed 
The Bible talks about the accuser who comes in on the back of even good advice. (laughs) Even advice full of wisdom and full of observation. The accuser came in on the back of it and whispered, you know, you'll never fit. And it is like jumping out of the frying pan in the fire to you. And the freedom for the believer is this. I I can't be simultaneously blessed and cursed at the same time. Because no weapon forced against me can prevail. (laughs) And so there comes a moment for every person where we have to believe what his assessment is. Paul says to Timothy, fight, fight according to heaven's assessment. According to the words spoken over you. There comes a moment where we have to believe who he says we are. It says in Ephesians chapter 1, when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is evoked. And then it says in chapter 2 verse 6, and he raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. So it means... I, you, if you're a believer here this morning, are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms, in the place that's far above all rule, dominion and authority, which means you cannot be cursed and blessed at the same time. And so there's a freedom that comes to you that means that that maybe that person who said to you, it'll never work for you, you're not smart enough, you're not clever enough, you're not brave enough, you're too shy to quote Kajagugu, who have me remember that. <laughs> there comes a moment for all of us where we're faced with am I going to believe God or am I going to believe words that were spoken? Even our own experiences, where sometimes our own failures feel like we've been cursed, where we've tripped up. We have to believe, actually, I am blessed in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing that's in Christ. I'm raised with Christ. I've been given a purpose and a destiny and identity as a royal priesthood and as a son. I cannot be cursed and blessed at the same time. I am blessed. To believe that when you wake up this morning and every morning, you, I am under a blessing. I'm under a blessing. And so I'm going to anticipate all the things that come with a blessing. Some of the things that Tim looked at last week. Blessings like I'm holy and I'm blameless and I'm predestined and I'm adopted and I'm a son and I'm an heir and I've got an inheritance and I'm forgiven and I'm redeemed. I'm blessed. I'm living under the favour and the kindness of God. I'm living under his protection. Everywhere I go, he's with me. Everything I'm doing, he's with me. I have his forgiveness, his approval. I have his support, his provision. He likes you, he likes me. He prefers you. He's partial towards you. He can say to you, because he knows everyone equally, you are my favourite. I'm partial towards you. I favour you. I'm with you personally. I'm with all the others as well, but I'm with you personally. Mm. I shelter you and I shield you. His life and his power is in us and with us wherever we go. Wherever we go. Even when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, the psalmist says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
Another translation says, fear will not overcome me because your love already has. And perfect love casts out all fear. And so we can anticipate blessing breaking out of us over every circumstance and every part of our life. We can say, I am blessed with every spiritual blessing, so my family is going to be blessed. And my finance is going to be blessed. And my work situation is going to be blessed. And my family is going to be blessed. And everything around me is going to be blessed because I'm under the influence of a blessing. So a person who's under the influence of a curse just imagines that everything's going to go bad, whatever I do. A person who believes and knows I'm blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ means whatever I do, I'm going to be blessed. It's going to work together for good. Christ is going to be formed in me through this and through this and through this and through this. I'm going to enter into his joy at greater levels because of what I'm facing and because of what I'm going through. It's going to be blessed. It's going to work out in the end. (laughs) Tim saw a poster that said something like, if, it, if it's not all right now, that means... Uh, um, uh, everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. Everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it means it's not the end. <laughs> yes. It's not the end. Mm. And so some of these, these the most wonderful precious verse, verses are like walking on a tightrope. Because on one hand... You could slip here and be going into fear. Oh, uh, it's all about me, what I do. And the, right in the middle, it's actually, I'm blessed. God is with me. And on this side, there's entitlement. Mm. <laughs> on this side, there's fear. And on this side, there's entitlement. What I mean is, it's the kind of thing you, that some people dub king's kids. In other words, because I'm blessed... I'm a son, now God has to do it my way, how I want, when I want, the way I want. I'm entitled, because I'm blessed. You've got to do it my way, God. It's a kind of, almost the Veruca Salt's Charlie Chocolate in Charlie Chocolate's factory, the the spoiled one, if you remember. I want it, I want it, I want it, and screams, you know, remember where she wants the... She wants the, um, whatever it is, the squirrel. Gotta have it, Dad! Gotta have it! And she's spoiled. I'm not going to put God in a box. I'm not putting him in a box. Saying, you okay in there, God? (laughs) You alright? Bless this area for me. The way I want it is like this, and like this, and like this, and like this. And if you don't do it, I'll be like Baruch's salts, and I'll say, I want it, I want it, I want it. And I'll be, I'll be a spoiled brat child. <laughs> That's being blessed with every spiritual blessing means I'm free of fear. I am blessed. I'm free of every single negative thing that's ever spoken to over me because I've got a new identity. Amen. And it also means I'm not entitled. <laughs> you are God. Yes. You rule the nations. You have no beginning, you have no end. You're the Alpha and Omega. You know everything perfectly, instantly and wonderfully. Everything. You are God. And so I will not tell you what to do. I will not tell you how you have to do it. I will not. I yield to you, I surrender to you, I'll worship you, I'll delight in you. I'll worship you in the night as we sang. I'll worship you in the day of the breakthrough. I'll worship you whatever's happening because I will not live entitled, God. I will not. Because I trust you. And I know that you're working it all together for good. You're making me like your son. 
He stands outside of time and sees us conform to the image of Jesus. And then in time he knits it and weaves it all together for good that we might become like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. When he walks into a place, he changes it. When he walks into a party of tax collectors, he he changes it. And they want to be with him. He was anointed with the oil of gladness beyond his companions. Even when he's in Gethsemane, he's saying, yes, Father, your will be done, not mine. I'm going to drink this cup of bitterness. I'm going to go to the cross. I'm going to see the joy set before me. And I'm going to endure the shame in the moment. I'm going to endure what it's going to cost. I'm not going to say I'm entitled. I'm the son, the eternal son of God who's always with you. But I'm going to walk through this valley of the shadow of death. I'm going to walk it. I'm going to become what I've never become. I'm going to become sin. That they might become sons and be forgiven. I'll endure all the shame of the mockery and the ridicule and the slaps and the brutality of 39 lashes and carrying the cross through the street and being treated as if I was the worst sinner that ever lived. Because I trust you, Abba. I trust you. He's the blessed one. Born, not not, not created, eternal God who becomes man. And as as, as the God man knows intimacy with the Father, yet on the cross knows a moment when all of heaven is shut. As he becomes what he was not, sin, that we might become saints. Can you see that this is, the, this is the mystery of how we have to walk these things? I'm blessed. I'm anticipating blessing in my health, in my marriage, in my family, for my children, for every circumstance. But I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'll worship you in the midst of all of it. I want to finish with saying this. Is why in this life do we have trouble? And I want to say to you that I believe a big part of it is because we're, we're on a mission. We've got an assignment. Adam and Eve in the garden, he said, your assignment is to subdue. <laughs> in a sense, to extend Eden. To make the rest like Eden. You're going to subdue. And so, we're walking along and we didn't know Jesus And it says in chapter 2 that we were dead in our transgressions and we followed the ways of the world, the rule of the kingdom of the air, and we were disobedient. But God had mercy on us and raised us up with Christ. And in Christ, showers us with every spiritual blessing. And then says, I've got purpose for you, prepared before the foundation of the earth. I've got works for you to do. I've got things that I've raised you up. You're my handiwork. I've got good works for you to do. What is, I think our good works can be, dem, can be said in this way. I am blessed that I might be a blessing. We're, we're strangers on this earth. We're a peculiar people. We're not like everyone else. We're sons who have been born again into a glorious kingdom. There's only two races on planet earth. Those who are still in Adam and those who have been born again in Christ. And we've got the same assignment, really, that was upon Adam and Eve. We're going into this world to subdue chaos. We're ambassadors of a glorious kingdom and a glorious king. 
We're extending the rule of our wonderful Father in all the earth. And the world is full of chaos and brokenness. I heard a story once of a jet fighter who was flying, and he'd been flying so long upside down he didn't know what the right way up was. (laughs) That is how the world is. They're lost sheep who haven't got a shepherd. And they've been flying upside down so long, they don't know what the right way is. They don't know the first thing about joy and hope, and yet they think they do. And we're this peculiar people who've been brought into a wonderful relationship with God and blessed with every spiritual blessing that we might come with answers to solutions. like when we, I walk around the streets and I, get, I, I, I grumble about the rubbish and the way people dump things and God says, you're part of the solution. You, you're part of the solution for this community. It's a community that doesn't know their own value, doesn't realise that things can get better in the kingdom of God, that things don't have to be like this. That people who don't actually realise it's not okay just to dump mattresses and beds everywhere else because we want an environment that we want to be in and enjoy and celebrate. And we carry solutions to say, actually, what's going on in that? That's hopelessness. That's nothing ever will change. That's, it won't work here. It'll always be like this. And that we're people of solutions. And so it brings us face to face with problems. And difficulties and challenges. And it can be where we work, whether you're a teacher in the school and, and there's no discipline because... There's no mums or dads necessary to say, this is the right way to fly. You're flying upside down. And then teachers on the front line of bringing, really, actually, I'm, I'm going to tell you, there is a way to fly. There is a way to love. There is a way to relate. There is a way to have dignity and value and worth. And so some of the trials we face are the trials of bringing another kingdom into this kingdom. And that's who we are. We're ambassadors of the king. We're an apostolic people. Apostolic, in Bible times, the Romans would say, there's not enough room in Rome. I want to go and make Philippi like Rome. So it would send the apostle to Philippi to make Philippi like Rome. Roman law, Roman sanitary, Roman health, Roman education, Roman rights. And that's who we are. We're an apostolic people. We're sent ones by Jesus Christ to make our families and our neighbourhoods and our workplaces more like heaven. To bring the the reality of what we've tasted here of joy unspeakable to see that break into our family. And being a blessing is empowered by the reality we're already blessed. Blessing empowers us. Blessing enables us. Blessing equips us. But first of all, it starts in our heart. We've got to know we're a best blessed people. We've got to know that this is who I really, really am. I'm blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Huge parts of blessing that's released by the way we speak about ourselves. The way we speak about other people. The way we speak about our circumstances. Sometimes we can curse our own lives. We can be critical and judgmental and harsh and unforgiving towards ourselves. 
but a heart that knows, actually, I'm blessed. I am blessed. He loves me. He favours me. He delights in me. He rejoices over me with singing. I'm the apple of his eye. He's partial towards me. And he loves me. I won't speak of myself with any other words than what he speaks yeah. over me. I heard this one guy received a prophetic word that said this. Stop giving yourself a hard time. Because there's a great man inside of you. And when you give yourself a hard time, you're giving me a hard time. And I don't like being given a hard time. <laughs> It's a guy who was struggling to lose weight. He, he'd, he says of himself he had become enormous. And willpower and diligence and gritting his teeth and changing his diet was not doing anything. But when he understood grace and understood the voice of the Father, he said a hundred pounds dropped off very easily. Because grace went to work in his heart. Sometimes we, we grit our teeth and we try our hardest... We beat ourselves up when instead we just need to say, I'm a blessed person. I'm blessed. He knows me. He loves me. I am spotless and blameless and forgiven and redeemed and predestined and adopted and holy and blameless in his sight. That's who I am. And I'm a child of the Most High. And so wherever I go, I'm going to believe that and leak that out. Blessing in the workplace. Blessing on that relationship where those two can't get on. Father, I bless it. I'm not even maybe going to say anything. I'm going to release blessing. Heard about a hospital that got cleared out by some believers who just walked around releasing blessing. Didn't get a chance to pray with anybody because the hospital wouldn't allow it. Just walked around leaking blessing. This is who we are. We're a blessed people. We carry blessing. They had to close two floors of the hospital as all these people who were suffering from heart attacks got released early. And two, three years later, that hospital is still not functioning at full capacity. Because what? Some people who believed yeah. they're blessed Amen. began to walk around saying, I'm blessed, I'm releasing a blessing, I release a blessing on my kids, I release a blessing in this school, I release a blessing in that neighbourhood. Are there things you want me to do from this blessed position? Are there people I can heal and prophesy and release life to? Yeah, Father, we thank you so much for who we are. And just going to knit this notice. This week, eight people are coming. Thursday night, Friday night. And do you know what I think at the heart of everything they're going to be doing is this. They're just beginning to believe that what he says is true about them. (laughs) They're just uh, eight people, nine people, because Rochelle's on that team, believing believers who are beginning to really believe. (laughs) Just like you and me, ordinary people. But we're going to catch something from them. And we're going to be equipped in who we really are. We're going to come into a greater revelation of our blessed condition in Christ things are going to happen lives are going to be changed prophecies are going to be released over people the community is going to be blessed on a Saturday morning as we go out and treasure hunt and bless people I just want you to know who you are 
wanted you to know the heart of the Father over us, this little community here. He loves us. Mm. Really does. He believes in us. He's equipping us. Yeah, Father, we do, do thank you for everything you're doing amongst us. I invite us to stand. We're just going to... Yeah. Right now, Lord Jesus, in your name, we take authority over any words that have been spoken over our lives in the past. Any words that have limited us, restricted us, any words that have locked us in, any words that have become a ceiling over our heads and the wall around us. And in your name, Lord Jesus, we take authority over that and say that is not the truth of who you are. The truth is you're a blessed son and you're a blessed daughter. You have the favour of the king. And God, in our own hearts, we right now choose not to partner or to walk with, co-labour with or cooperate with any words that have been spoken over us that restrict. We say, that is not my identity. That is not who I am. I am a blessed son. I am a blessed daughter. That's who I am. And I'm blessed to be a blessing. And God, we come against any pretensions or lies that say we can't influence in our worlds. And we say, God, it's impossible for us not to be an influence because we're seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. And from that place, we're bringing heaven's solutions into everything that we go into, God. That, God, we bring heaven's wisdom. We bring heaven's peace. We can bring heaven's resources and heaven's solutions. We can give heaven's power and heaven's ability to heal and make all things well and whole. It's impossible for us to not affect geographies and areas and families and households and workplaces because we are a blessed people we're the head, we're not the tail (laughs) we carry divine solutions to to the things that people do not understand and can't see breakthrough on just say that suddenly you're going to find in your mouth solutions that you didn't realise you had coming out of your mouth that are going to change situations and bring breakthrough particularly I believe to relational issues <coughs> that you're suddenly going to find yourself speaking over something that's going to bring healing mm. and breakthrough and yes. reconciliation yes. you're suddenly yes. going to find your mouth full and you're going to speak it and it's going to change that situation in a moment because that's heaven's wisdom <laughs> and you're a blessing so you have access to that <coughs> thank you God we say to our community to the hopelessness and it won't work here and nothing ever changes we say in the name of Jesus that's all a lie because God is raising up in these days 
believing believers that believe, who know who they are and know who they're in and know what they have access to. Yes. And we say, God, whether it's the mustard seed of small steps, we're going to celebrate every small step. Yes. And something, something's going to change in our environment and our community. We speak that over families, yes. over situations, over poverty, over sickness. We speak it over God. People who live ten years less here than they would in Bexley Heath. We say the kingdom of heaven cares about those things. And we say let there be a release of wisdom and strategy and ideas and thoughts in order to change an area in your name, Jesus. We say let us hear the prayers that you're praying as you pray for us and you pray for our area. In Jesus' name. We're just waking up, God. We're just waking up yes. and realising, like Wigglesworth, Wigglesworth said, we're a million times bigger on the inside than we realised. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you, God. Thank you. Yeah, we speak blessing over Plumster. We say yeah. blessing yeah. over Thamesmead. Yeah. Blessing over Abbeywood. Yeah. Blessing yes. over Belvedere. Yeah. Yeah. Blessing over Welling. Yeah. 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 We, we speak blessing over one another. Yeah. 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 Right. Thank you, you, are yes. you are blessed. Mm. You are blessed. You are blessed. We say to circumstances that don't come in line with blessing. Come in line. Housing situations come in line. Promotions come in line. Finances come in line that the people might have everything they need to abound in life and be generous in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Bless you, God. Thank you.